At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VEASAN's Primetime Action live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. How you doing tonight? Monday night football, a little more than an hour away. Between the Browns and the Steelers, implications for the Steelers. They have still a shot at the postseason, however slim that shot is. We'll get into the specifics. Browns don't have anything to play for except to be the spoiler tonight. That line has moved, oh, about... Five and a half, six points now from three and a half in favor of the Browns to two and a half in favor of the Steelers. We can talk about that as well. But first, some uh, some tip-offs and some face-offs. Yeah, I mean, there are three still readily available out there in this thing. So, yeah, I mean, six, six, six and a half points in some spots out there that this thing has moved. Uh, seven Eastern, four Pacific. we got the Hornets and the Wizards. Wizards are point and a half, two-point home favorites, 230 to 231. The total in that game, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, the Rockets and the Sixers. Sixers are 12.5 to 13-point home favorites, 218.5 to 219 the total. 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, Grizzlies and the Nets. The Nets are 6.5-point home favorites, 229 to 230.5 the total. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Jazz and the Pelicans. The Jazz, 9.5 to 10-point road favorites over the Pelicans. 227 and a half to 228 and a half the total. Eight Eastern, five Pacific, the Pistons and the Bucks. The Bucks are 16 and a half to 17 point home favorites over the Pistons. 225 and a half to 227 the total in this one. So a point and a half difference there. So be sure and shop around if you want to play that total. Uh, eight Eastern, five Pacific. We've got the Magic and the Bulls. The Bulls are 13 and a half to 14 point home favorites. 217, 217 and a half. The total there. 830 Eastern, 530 Pacific Nuggets and the Mavericks. Mavericks are two and a half point to three point home favorites over the Nuggets. 213 and a half to, to 214 your total. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Hawks and the Blazers. Hawks, four and a half point road favorites over the Blazers, 225 and a half, 226. The total there, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Heat and the Warriors. The Warriors are 10 and a half to 11 point home favorites over the Heat, 216 and a half to 217. The total, last tip of the evening, 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific, the Wolves and the Clippers. The Clippers are two and a half to three and a half point home favorites. 216, 216 and a half, the total in that one. All right, and one basketball note, of course, today. Uh, Kyrie Irving 
case you missed it, expected to make his season debut Wednesday on the road against the Indiana Pacers. That from Shams Charania uh, from The Athletic after missing the first 35 games of the season. Are we moved by that? Are we excited, Kelly Bidlin? If it happens. I got like a push notification. I was walking in that like a million games got postponed or something. So. Uh, well, no, I think some of them are – I was trying to clear that up right before the show. I think th- those are reschedulings from the games that got canceled in December. Is that what it is? is okay. that, yes, All right. I believe that's what it is. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it has to move the needle a little bit, right? I mean, at least you're getting a major player back, but – it, what's it going to be like for the rest of the season, I think, is the big question. Is this is he really going to play half the games for the rest of the season? That would seem to to ruffle some feathers on the team, at least long term. But we'll have to see. I think it, 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 I think from a net standpoint, point, you got to think at least this is the beginning of getting him back into the fold regularly. Kelly Bidlin back from his uh, New Year's Eve sojourn, by the way. You, you okay, Kelly? You feeling better? Yeah, I'm doing okay. All thanks. Right. Was Hawkins on? Was it live that night? That's pretty crazy. Cool. Once you popping off there, you know, yeah. it really, really blew up. Did we'll get, you get a, did you get a Magnum? Did you, did you get like the, the, the Magnum bottle <laughs> yeah, where they yeah, come yeah. out with the fireworks yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff? The and sparklers yeah. on top. Yeah, 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 of course, okay. yeah. Just making sure. Uh, we, before we get to everything from yesterday, all the implications, all the all the movement in the awards markets as well. Uh, news today: Michael Gallup of the Cowboys, the worst uh, that was feared, has been realized. He tore his ACL in his left knee uh, in that game against the Cardinals uh, on a touchdown pass. That, according to Adam Schefter, that is uh, not their number one or two wide receiver, but still a loss nonetheless. Michael Gallup, about as good a three as you can get in the NFL. Definitely. And and the only good thing is if you are a Cowboys fan, apparently it was what they were calling a clean tear where it didn't have anything to do with the MCL either and all that, so it's just the ACL. So those injuries, typically you have a full recovery on all of those. So if there is a silver lining to that. But again, it's just... As you mentioned, I mean, the one of the reasons you would like the Cowboys was because they were so multiple, right? They, yeah. uh, they had so many different options, so many different ways to attack you. Gallup was actually the guy that was doing all the damage early on in that game for them, as opposed to Lamb, as opposed to Cooper. And then he goes down and, you know, again, we'll, we'll talk about that game a little bit later. Boy, that was that was something else right there. Uh, the Eagles, with roughly a dozen players that have tested positive for COVID-19, including Fletcher Cox, Dallas Goddard, Jason Kelsey, uh, that per Tom Pelissero, Mike Garofolo. Uh Nick Seriani, though, saying, you know, he doesn't need to make a decision on if he'll rest players this week, yet he'll see how the week goes, understands the argument for resting players. The fact is, if you're going to have a COVID outbreak, this was probably the week to have it because the Eagles have nothing to play for next week. They clinched a playoff berth by virtue of the Vikings' loss last night to the Packers at Lambeau, a 37-10 shellacking. So the Eagles dealing with that. Ian Rappaport on the Pat McAfee Show. Derek Henry, he said, or I guess he's quoting somebody in the Titans organization here, will be back for the playoffs. We may get him at his absolute best for the number one team in the AFC. Mike Vrabel saying that Derrick Henry will do some work today or did some today. They plan to make a decision midweek whether this will be the week that they'll start the three-week window to designate him to return off off, uh, the injured reserve list. No plans for him to play this Sunday right now, but getting closer right in time for the playoffs. That per Cameron Wolf. Of course, after yesterday, the Titans have the number one seed on their racket. All they have to do is go into Houston and beat the Texans. Remember, they lost to the Texans at home without any Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, or Julio Jones in sight. So we'll see what that is, what the story is with that. Matt LaFleur saying that David Bakhtiari will practice this week. The Packers could use some uh, retooling. They've got a bunch of guys they'd like to get back for the postseason, including Bakhtiari and Jair Alexander. And then one scenario we wanted to point out, and there's a whole bunch of scenarios, and we'll cover it with all the teams, but there is one where if the Colts somehow lose to the Jaguars, just work with me here. Colts are two touchdown favorites, if not more than two touchdown favorites at this point. The Colts have a playoff berth in their control. They win and they're in. But if they somehow lose, then that Sunday night game between the Raiders and the Chargers becomes an interesting little event because both teams, the Raiders and the Chargers, could get in if they tied. So we could see a little... uh, a little what, what's the uh, what's the term for it? A little gamesmanship. Uh, well, no, well, it's a little like really. uh, kickball with each other. You know, I don't know what the term is, but essentially, if well, that happens, well, they, that could the, be the case. Well, and that's the uh, that's the thing with um, that's the thing with the game tonight, right? Is so the the Steelers could win out and get the Jags to beat the Colts, and if that scenario played out, the tiebreaker, the both of the teams would win the tiebreaker over the Steelers. If they tied. Yes. 
So the Steelers so would not. So the there is a, there is still a scenario with the Steelers winning out and the the Jags beating the Colts in which the the Steelers would not get, get in. Fox down, and sorry. that would be this. Okay. Yeah. So if they were. <laughs> Yeah, so the Colts would fall behind those three teams, but the three-way tie, the Steelers would be the team out. That is wild. Yeah, it's and, wild, and like you. you and like, what's wild is that's the game they moved to Sunday right, night. You, and what if the what if <laughs> what if the game that's supposed to be the game on Sunday night to decide it all, and they just go out there and. And, and, and kneel it. Down. Well, remember what happened in the last game Sunday night last year? The Eagles basically said, "Go to the postseason, Washington Football Team." You remember yeah. that? In the second half of that game. Uh, last thing, John Harbaugh saying that Lamar Jackson has been pushing to return, and he has a chance to play Sunday uh, for the Ravens to make the playoffs. Of all the teams that are still alive, the Ravens might have the hardest path. They would have to win out, uh, win out. They'd have to beat Pittsburgh next week. They would also have to have that Indianapolis loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars, however remote of a possibility that is. They would have to have the Chargers lose that Sunday night game to the Raiders. They would have to have the Dolphins lose. And oh, by the way, they'd have to lose. Cle- they'd have to have Cleveland lose once. Good luck, yeah, yeah. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I know we're not huge on trends on this show, but did you? Uh, I, I'm sure you guys noticed the note floating around today. I didn't trends with an S or with a Z? Because it depends on which one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, a, trends, with a Z, Z we're all with about. Three Z, I'm all, you I'm cool in. with three Zs? Trends? Yeah, yeah trends. Uh, that the that the Colts have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. <laughs> It's like wasn't that the, wasn't that the was that the first game of the year where everybody lost? No, that was Tennessee and the Jaguars last year. That was year. Tennessee and the Jaguars. Yeah. I thought the same thing for yeah. a moment earlier. Um, yeah, that is trend. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's trends with an S, so we don't care. That, that's yeah. trends with an S, not yeah. trends with a Z. That, that isn't the cool kind. No, that that isn't the cool kind. Uh, let, let, let's just start with one game here because we have a couple minutes. They obviously hate playing in Florida. Yeah, that's no. what it is. Yes, yes, it's, it's, it bothers them. It's horrible. I hate oh, it's playing too in warm Florida. here. Yeah, so warm. <laughs> uh, so. The Chiefs and the Bengals yesterday yes. was unbelievable. Chiefs led by 14 three different times before the Bengals came back to tie it at 31-31. to Not only was Joe Burrow spectacular for the second straight week, Jamar Chase basically rewrote the rookie record, uh, rookie uh, wide receiver record book in one game yesterday. And uh, the Bengals then in a very interesting sequence at the end decide to go for the touchdown not only on the first, second, and third tries, but also on the fourth tries, uh, on the fourth try, had a had offsetting penalties with 58 seconds left to negate the first attempt that may or may not have gone into the end zone. Joe Mixon may or may have not cleared the plane, and then even th- even still, then they decide Zach Taylor and company to go for it again. They get bailed out by a holding call in the end zone, which gives them a first down, and then it basically allows them to seal away the game. Did you have any issue with that? decision making at the end of that game well there was two decisions prior to that that I that I really had problems with before we even got to that point first would be at the three minute mark when it was third and 27 and Jamar Chase had he already had 10 catches for over 200 yards and it's third and 27 and let's just put Charvarius Ward out there (laughs) one-on-one Steve at the line uh, on the line of scrimmage with him it's incredible 10 catches for over 200 yards. It's third and 27. Let's go one-on-one with this guy. It's incredible. Joe Burrow Seven looked over blitz. and goes, yep. this is this is what I imagine what, what went on Joe Burrow's head. He looked over and went, certainly that's not the case. I'm going to have to look over yet again. And he looked over yet again. And he's like, they're really going to do this. Do you think the words, certainly that's yes. not the case? Or that's head? what went through his head. He certainly thought, that's certainly not the not. case. I, we're, we're talking about this on the other side. That, that I was screaming at the television. That was clearly of all football, college or pro this weekend, the most bizarre oh. coaching decision there was in all of them. We'll come back. We'll talk about it more. And Prop Watch, VEASAN's primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. It's a new feature that gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets. And where the money doesn't match the public opinion, data is available for Moneyline over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Joe Burrow yesterday, 30 for 39 for 446, four touchdowns, no picks, sacked four times. He sets the Bengals' records, franchise records, for touchdown passes and passing yards in a season. His last two games, I just want you to just soak this in. His last two games, Joe Burrow has eight touchdown passes, no picks, and 971 yards passing impossible and then Jamar Chase who by the way on Saturday in the Rose Bowl I had the uh, audacity to tweet I've never seen a wide receiver on any level have as good a game as Jackson Smith uh, Najigba had for Ohio State and Jamar Chase said hold my beer <laughs> less than 24 hours later 11 for 266 three touchdowns he sets the NFL rookie record and the Bengals franchise record for the most yards receiving in a game and is 1429 the most receiving yards by a rookie ever in a season Jamar Chase now at DraftKings your favorite for offensive rookie of the year. He was minus 225 this morning. Mac Jones was plus 175. I haven't seen it since. But what a flip job that is. And Zach Taylor, now your short shot to win coach of the year in front of both Matt LaFleur and Mike Frank. Now, we were screaming that last week. We, we were, were not about Jamar Chase. No. But we were screaming that last week that what is more impressive, and it's, it's a team that everybody thought would be middling to under 500, not only winning the division. I mean, has a chance to finish this thing. I mean, it's way to, I mean, chance to finish this thing 11 to 6. I mean, like, that's insanity. To me, it's so clearly either Taylor or Vrabel. I don't yeah. think you can make a case for it. No, 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 else. no. It, it, yes. if it, we riot if it's not one of those two. It's got to be. I don't know how. Yeah. And, and it could be Matt LaFour, which I just don't understand. This this is the movement. Look at this for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Last week, Mac Jones was minus 500 and Chase was plus 350. Look at that flip job. Now, let me just ask you this. As great as Jamar Chase was in that game, does this kind of about face make sense no, to you? No, no. This no, is absolutely this is, not. This is a, we talk about all that, like complete recency bias. What you saw last means the most. Here's the thing. It was because, you know what was happening up there? It's, it was just it was just the Patriots going out and scoring 50 points yeah. in a game that they were supposed to destroy anyway, and so no one's paying attention to that game. And it's like it like it never happened because it was just supposed to happen. Right. And then this was such this the, oh wow you know which by the way there were only four point dogs in this game. It wasn't like it was you know the the craziest thing in the whole world about the rookie of the year. Yeah. If, so if if Zach Taylor decides to sit the Bengals and the Bengals have a slight yeah. chance at a number one seed, but it's remote. If he decides to sit his players and the Patriots who do have to, you know, who do have a shot at the AFC East, if they win and Buffalo loses, that's also remote. But let's say Belichick said, Mac Jones, throw 50 times. Yeah. And, and Burrow and, and Chase sit. 
would that flip it back? I don't know. I didn't even see this one. Comeback player of the year, which was a done deal for Dak Prescott. And all I, year long. All year long at minus 650 last week is now only minus 140 to plus 110 with Prescott barely a favorite. Come on. He's I mean, he was he was minus $5 or more for, what, 13 weeks of the season, I would guess, on Dak? I didn't even see this one. Yeah, all, yeah. These listen, are all, oh, my God. All I did was continually say it's supposed to be Joe Burrow. <laughs> you did. For the last three months of this year. You did. And, and, and all I said finally, was, what's he coming back from? I don't finally, get it. Finally, 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 it, but it's, it's, look, it's probably still going to be Dak because, again, we talk about this. It's these guys are, it's, most of these people are old, old voters, and they're going to, like, look at Dak, and his injury is much more gruesome and all that. But, I mean, it. listen, if we really want to get in the weeds here, I think there's a, Pretty good argument for Joe Burrow to at least be in the mix for MVP as well, if we really want to dig I, in. I said this morning, if there were two more weeks in the season and he did these same two things for the next two weeks as he did these last two weeks, he'd be the MVP. Because, well, it, 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 and it's, it's I understand, like, you know, whatever, hindsight's twenty twenty, but you, you, you go back to last year, like, think, think there was promise, right, with this team last year. He goes down, they instantly became one of the bottom three teams in the NFL last year. Yep. Comes back this year, plays like he's playing, and look, look, look at what's going on with this team. It's just, if you, again, we, it's what is MVP and what does MVP mean? But it's a guy that is the absolute most valuable to this team. It would be, it's, it's him and Rogers. I mean, like, you know, it, it's him and Rogers. It, it's Rogers. Yeah. It's Rogers. But any other year would be Burrow. Let me, let me, uh, besides the Spagnola thing real quick. Yeah. What was the other thing? You so, had? so we go back to that. We go back to that. Anyway, if you don't, if you weren't watching, you were. 30-yard completion, they com- they convert the third and 27. Third because, and 27. Because yeah. we're going to leave the guy with 10 catches and over 200 yards in one-on-one coverage in a third and 27. Certainly they're not doing that again. Yeah, and, and they did, and they completed a 30-yard pass and they converted. Then, then you get down there, and Andy Reid decides that he would rather try to stop them four times from the one-yard line then as opposed to letting them score yeah, yeah. and having timeouts in your pocket with Patrick Mahomes and and you take your chances at that, what at that point. What were they doing there? I, didn't, I, I thought it was a tour de force on both sides of ridiculous. And, and then and then the yes. fact – the but I was saying there's two, two before that where I'm sitting here screaming at the television like, what am I even watching my eyeballs right And now? I get the whole thing, oh, if we're only up a field goal and Patrick Mahomes has 50 seconds, I, I don't want to hear it. You kick, especially after you got stopped the first three times and then you got bailed out on an offsetting and then you went at it again oh my god was the sun shining on zach taylor yesterday yeah yeah i mean mean, that was without a doubt without a doubt three in a row where i'm just going these guys make millions it's incredible these guys make millions third and 27 the guys 10 catches for over 200 and your single covers with no safety help on him i mean like this was and then you get down there and you think you know what we're gonna do we're gonna stop them four times from the one yard line that's what we're gonna do as opposed and burn all our timeouts and have no time left to try to come back and win this game as opposed to going you know if we just go ahead and let them in right now we got all three timeouts let's just go ahead and let's just go and let them in and and then we'll we'll deal with all three timeouts and come out and see what happens there. It's just it was it was shocking. Andy Reid never known for great clock management no, at the no. end of games. Shocking, awesomely fun game though. Oh, so great! Awesomely like you said off game. air, how great yeah. to see great players play at the top of their yeah. game. Now it's time for prop watch, ladies and gentlemen. Steelers and the Browns tonight. This game means nothing. In terms of postseason, the Browns were eliminated from playoff contention. And I hope that everybody listened to our dissertation on how the Browns could make or could win the division last week and the four things that had to happen. Because as soon as the Bengals were on the doorstep yesterday, you could have raced to your sports pick. I did and grabbed the Steelers at plus three and a half yesterday. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to win, but that was the way to play it yesterday. As far as props, here are your passing props tonight. Steelers still remotely alive for a playoff berth. Mayfield, 222 and a half. Big Ben, 240 and a half. Yeah, I don't really necessarily like the yardage so much in this one from a passing perspective, but I did play the over on Ben Roethlisberger attempts in this one at over 34 and a half. Um, Here's the thing. They go out, they get Najee Harris, but it just – the offensive line can't do anything. So, I mean, it doesn't matter how good your running back is when the offensive line can't block, right? And as you see right there, yes, I'm trying to middle this game. Look so, at you. Yes. Yes, I am trying to middle <laughs> this game. I had, I, already I, had this, hate it. I already had the Steelers three and a half in my back pocket. And uh, when it hit three today on the Browns, I just think a six and a half point 
correction is a little bit I agree. too much here. I so I'll, agree. I'll uh, yeah. we'll, we'll break that down at the top of the hour. But um, this is one of those deals where you're getting a defensive line in the Browns, which is by far the strength of that unit, and stopping the run is by far the strength of that unit. And one of the biggest, biggest weaknesses for this Steelers team is running the football. They're one of the worst running teams in not only in the NFL, but like in recent memory, they're like that bad. And so instead of, and maybe there's a tiny bit of narrative going on here, but I don't think it's like out of the realm of possibility for this to to play in here. I don't think Ben Roethlisberger's last game in Pittsburgh is going to be Najee Harris running into the line 30 times for a 1.8 yards per. Attempt. I hope you're wrong, but you know, for your bet, yeah. I just don't think that they're going to have him go out like that. Right. And so if they're not, which again, they hadn't had success running the ball all year as it is. Anyway, they're the 30th run, the, the 30th run offense in all of the NFL. So, I mean, like they've been terrible running the ball as it is anyway. And so couple that with, I just don't think they're going to let big Ben go out with, 17 attempts, whatever, or 22 attempts or whatever in his final game in Pittsburgh. So I think they let him air it out a little bit. And so I took the over on, on 34 and a half on, on pass attempts. So that's, that's really, that's the only prop that I've got. Nothing receiving, nothing rushing, nothing receiving, nothing rushing. Because again, I don't know how efficient he's going to be. I'm not saying there's going to be efficiency at all, which is why I didn't do completions, which is why I didn't do yardage. You you just say he's going to throw. I just think they're going to throw it all over the place. Yeah. I just think they're going (laughs) to let him throw it. I think they're going to let him huck it. And so I played attempts as opposed to, to any of this other stuff. All right. Makes sense. Those are those are your receiving props on the screen, just uh, in case you are curious. And here are your rushing props as well, with Nick Chubb being a high mark there for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I still need two more touchdowns, Najee Harris. Anytime you want. Still rushing, need two more. Two rushing two touchdowns. Two rushing touchdowns, yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Anytime you want, Najee. You get that night. Oh, and our uh, we'll do our first touchdown skins game. Where are we on that, by the way? Well, it dates back a while. Isaiah and I had to figure this out. So yeah. it dates back to two Thursdays ago. And we're up to 120, though. So this is a... Uh, 60 apiece? Yeah, 60 apiece. All right, that's yeah. fun. Wait, 120 is 40 apiece. Oh, then 180. 180, yeah. We're at we're at a third, really? Oh, wow. Okay. I might have to double check that again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll clarify that. Coming back, Fruit Baskets. Who helped us win bets this weekend next? You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new big game, big dance special provides VSIN Plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best video. Daily Best Bets emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game in college hoops betting guides, plus full access to Visa.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. I'm, I'm laughing because Matt Brown has a new currency exchange. I, I, I had to change through. it up. I was, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. That's $69. $87.98 Canadian. Visit Visa.com slash big deal to sign up today. Sounds much more expensive. Some bets are more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. You're up, Mateo. Going to give a little double shot of love here to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. They clinched the AFC South, which gets me another future home, which was neat to wake up to. Oh, yeah. Which was neat to wake up to. We that all have Titans fruit baskets for you. And, uh, and two, because uh, that's the only bet I won this week. <laughs> I got go. absolutely <laughs> destroyed. This was the worst week of the NFL season for me. So, uh, yeah. So, I'm going to give it out and give it up to the uh, to the Titans because that was uh, – that's I really, really needed needed that one. You, like I just to make sure that it wasn't a whitewash this you, week. We were talking during the break. You said you, you won some good uh, in-game bets, but yeah, I was thinking about you yesterday at one point where I'm like, I don't remember exactly what Matt's bets no, were, no. but what he texted oh, me. No, no, no. I don't think they're looking very no, good. No, right it now. Was, no, yeah. Oh no. It was a it was an it was an ungood week. There's no doubt about that. But listen, we're transparent around here. Horrible week. And uh I'm gonna give it up to week eighteen because thank God you're here to get rid of week eight <laughs> to week seventeen. I gotta get to week eighteen, man. Like week seventeen, this was this was uh this was not a not a great week for me. Uh when you were when you were sitting there looking at a couple of how these games kinda kinda played out and it was it was like you were you were just watching in slow motion, like it was like, oh, this is just all happening and whatever. And it's like even when you kind of get it right, then you get it wrong. Where I was like, where I was like, 
I mean, I'm sitting here talking. <laughs> we were sitting here handicapping the, the Kelly wasn't Kelly wasn't here. So, but we're, we're sitting here handicapping the the Patriots Jags game. And I'm like, I mean, I don't know how the Jags score. So, like, I'm going to play the under in this game. Well, the Jags didn't score, but the Patriots <laughs> scored 50. Good. Yeah, so, like, when you're right, you're wrong. Like, like you're just watching. Like, even when you're right, you're wrong. Like, it was just happening all in slow motion. I was like, oh boy, just get me to week 18. Give, give me this, and you know what? Except the problem is, I don't know how many pre-flop bets you can make in week eight. Here's the thing: this is going to be either my best or worst week eighteen of all time. We know that for sure. That is for sure. That is for sure. Oh, do I have fruit baskets to give? Because for me, it was my best betting week of the entire NFL season. Uh, first, the Tennessee Titans. Fruit basket to the Titans. I had them in the game, given the points against the Dolphins. And as you very well know, if you're a listener to this show, also virtual fruit baskets going to both the Brown and Bidlin residents because now the Titans have the number one seed on their racket. I believe on this show I was told, I'd like to book your bet, Gil. Well, that was disrespectful. So by the time that the Titans perhaps get to the Super Bowl, these two, oh, these two, he's calling it. These two will have an orchard. Of he's fruit. calling it. These two will have an orchard. No, I'm not. What I'm do, what I'm saying from the beginning, and as I've always said from the beginning, the bet was that they would get the number one seed. I was right. If they can beat the Texans, you guys were woefully wrong. And analytics I never said was they woefully gonna, I wrong. I said they were not going to win the Super Bowl. Well, I never said no, they weren't going to get the no, number one seed. The bet, I said they weren't going to win the on, Super Bowl. Stop it. Stop it. Admit when you're wrong. I said they weren't going to win the, the Super Bowl. The bet was that they would Pull get the, the number one seed and be positioned. How many times did I say, I don't know if they're going to win the AFC or win the Super Bowl, but those are what the bets are. This is what the bet is called. This is a lesson, and I have faced job these guys all year. Fruit baskets to all of you. Cincinnati Bengals, fruit for you as well. I had the Bengals plus the points. Thank you, Bengals. Way to get it done. The Chiefs are frauds. They haven't beaten anybody. That's the other part I've gotten right. Another fruit basket goes to the Cardinals. This was the ultimate case of overreaction from one week to another. The Cowboys couldn't have looked better. The Cardinals couldn't have looked worse. By the time this game started, it was six and a half. Had the Cardinals against the number and on the money line. That worked out. Mike McCarthy used all his timeouts, and so a reversal couldn't happen late in this game where the Cardinals actually fumbled because they had no timeouts left to they got use a on challenge. That, what was the end of the third quarter where they ran out the field goal team and then lined up like they were going to go uh, on an offensive play? McCarthy burned a timeout on I'm it. I'm telling you, he's, he's why they can't gross. win a Super Bowl. That, that was fairly tricky, though. Yeah, I mean, I hear that, you. That, that was fairly tricky. But, but that's like perfect. That's perfect coaching stuff that goes under the radar, right? Where it's like you got him to burn a timeout, and then what does it lead to? What everything that Gil just laid out. Packers also get a fruit basket because this was an in-game tour to force last night. No, no blame to Sean Mannion. He was as good as he could have possibly been. But it was so clear early that it wasn't going to be good enough. And so you could have, and I did, and I think a lot of people did, just keep betting the Packers over and over and over. They end up winning by 27, which is, I believe, as high as the end game went. So I think one time it ticked above that. Thankfully, I didn't play that one. Uh, so it was just a, a run of Packers in-game bets. So fruit baskets in multiple locations. There you go. Yeah, I hit the Packers once in game last night. I, yeah. I, I, I never have the stones like you guys to keep hitting it over and over and over. But yeah, it was that was one of those you had. To. You could tell it. You could tell it early on. We, it was going to be. You know what the other one was this week when Matt Corral went down for Ole Miss too. That was another game where you're mm -hmm. like, well, I I don't I had a pre flop over. I knew it when I'm done. So you just had to keep pounding the under that. Yeah, it was I, like you said. I think I like watching the first. I didn't jump in. I think to like end of the first quarter. But even watching the first quarter of that game, you're like, Sean Mannion is doing basically everything he can out here, and this team's not going to be able to keep up. They're just well, not going to be. Able and to. then, no, no Thielen. So no Thielen. So all they had to do was just key on Jeffrey. Yeah, there was there was. He, he had no shot. Was, no, yeah, shot. no chance. No chance. Um, all right, my two fruit baskets here. I'll start with the Ravens. Uh, Ravens would have been nice if, if you let the Rams minus three get home yesterday. But you know what? You still ended up uh, losing, which means that the under 10 alternate win total for the year gets home at plus 190. So, oh. thank, yeah, from eight and three to five straight losses. And that one, that future that looked dead in the water somehow gets home yesterday. Four of those five by a combined five points. That's, that's, the, that's the sweetest of all. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you think of futures dead like that, I mean, they were eight and three. How is under 10 ever going to get home? How is that ever going to get there? We're going to start to get some big red X's on my future. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. started adding some for myself yeah. today. Uh, Titans, though, that, that gets home. AFC South winners, thank you very much. I do think that the uh, you know, regardless of the, the of the Titans heat that's occurred on this show, 
preseason, I think all three of us nailed this division pretty well. It was, I mean, we weren't as nearly as high on the Jags. Remember, like, people were higher on the Jags coming into this year? None of us really bought into that. It was really going to be Titans-Colts, but all at the time, we all thought Titans were, you know, a leap ahead of where the Colts were. So, I mean, when you kind of look back at how how hard, how, you know, how difficult, how easy some of these were, uh, you know, bets to make, it's like, yeah, that one we kind of, we just said we had right the whole time, the whole time from start to finish. So, Titans, Ravens, thank you very much. You brought up the Jamar Chase thing off air, which is true too. Remember the whole Jamar Chase thing in the off season? What did he say? I'm having trouble catching the football. Yeah, there's, so there wasn't the college the white stripe on it. Yeah, remember and that? everyone decided he couldn't catch at <laughs> <laughs> after two preseason games. Yeah, he's minus two twenty five. Two preseason to win games. rookie of the year. Yeah, he like yeah, he dropped like two yeah. passes. Yeah. Everybody two freaked preseason out. Games. <laughs> he can't. He can't. He's a bust. He's a he, like Penny Stool should have definitely because this team would be where they are if they'd have drafted a. A tackle. That's that's what they no. Uh, no, no. No. That is like we talked about that game yesterday and how amazing it looked like watching the game. Just even the highlight reel is one of the most ridiculous highlight reels you're gonna see where it's just like, oh, here's a ball like forty yards down the field just falling right over my shoulder. And then like he's in mid stride because he's that good too, and nobody's catching him. I mentioned this 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 morning also, and I'm not trying to pick on anybody for this, but I asked repeatedly of of people before the draft, are we sure Trevor Lawrence is generational? And remember, the reason I asked that is because I used to say, I was like, well, the last time we saw him play his final two seasons, he was busy getting crushed by an opponent in either the national semi or in the final game itself. And the answer oftentimes was before I could even finish the sentence, yes, absolutely, he's generational. Not on this show, by the way. But now I know he's in a bad situation. I know he had to endure the whole Urban Meyer thing, and maybe it's not fair. But he's thrown two touchdown passes in his last nine games. I didn't learn that until yesterday. I was shocked to hear that stat. I mean, I guess if he ends up with the Patriots, he's Mac Jones. And if Mac Jones ends up with the Jaguars, he's Trevor Lawrence, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he went to one of the worst situations possible. And I don't know if he'd have been Mac Jones or not. I mean, there's there's no way to tell. But he certainly would have been put in a – much more conducive system to a to a rookie quarterback, and the other thing is just the I mean the the rash of injuries that he's gotten on the on the offensive side of the ball as well has just been completely horrible for this dude. I mean, like I don't know, but, but the problem is is they're so far away. Right. I, I don't yeah. know. Right. Like I know. you got to trade that pick, right? They, they, yeah, they got to. Go. Yeah. They, they got to. They have to rebuild. There's so no, bad. There's no one player that'll make a difference no. at the top of the draft. They're just so far away that it's like you know. We're going to look next year. It's probably going to be a lot of the same. And and then it's going to be, well, the guy's a bust. And it's like, well, I mean. Here's my question, though. Like, who's at the top of the draft that that some other team would be willing to trade up to get? I saw – I was – Spending time this morning looking at mock drafts because everyone started now that you know the season's kind of winding down. Yeah, they're winding down. <laughs> everyone's got everyone's got the two pass rushers at the top, so it's a, it's a consensus. The two pass rushers at the top, Thibodeau and Hutchinson. And Hutchinson. So maybe if a team thinks they are a pass rush away, right? If they think that they're, I don't think either of those two guys is as good as Chase Young was, or is. So I don't know. Oh, the draft. We still got a whole postseason to get to. Coming back, we'll look at the NFC West next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. That's the beauty of podcasts. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast. Get Beating the Book with Miguel Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, the Wide World of Wine Garden, and so much more. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. I lied before the break. I said we were going to talk about the NFC West. What we're actually going to talk about is the whole NFC and AFC playoff pictures. How about that? Uh, This is the NFC side of things. So the only team in the entire NFL that knows their seed right now is the Green Bay Packers. They know that they're the number one seed in the NFC, have nothing to play for next week. That's all we know. As far as Tampa Bay, uh, Dallas, and those two teams that have already clinched their divisions – Tampa Bay, the South, and Dallas, the East, respectively, in the NFC, they are just playing for seeding, which is a very nebulous thing because, yes, you want a home game, obviously. You want to uh, get that for the wild card round, but you can't really figure out who you're necessarily going to be pitted up against. So that's a tough thing to try to sort of uh, manipulate. And then there's the NFC West. If the Rams win, they win the NFC West, but if they lose, to the 49ers and the Cardinals win the the Cardinals would win the NFC West. Here are a look at the Cardinals on down right now in the NFC playoff picture. Cardinals do already have a playoff spot, but again, they win Rams lose, they win the West. The 49ers have the playoff berth on their racket. They're at the Rams if they win that game, they are in the playoffs. Philly is already in by virtue of that Packers win over the Vikings yesterday. So the Eagles have nothing to play for this week. They will be in the postseason, which is amazing, by the way. Nick Sirianni, about 30-1 to in the coach of the year market. So it's really that Niners-Rams game. If the Niners lose to the Rams and the Saints beat the Falcons, the Saints are in the playoffs, which would just be incredible. That's the situation in the NFC. So quick quick news here, guys. So this, this thing is now back down to one. For this game tonight. Here, so, here, here comes some Cleveland so money. So all the Cleveland is. money, isn't it? So this thing is like moved off two points since we've been sitting here uh, since, since segment one. So, again, I don't know if anything got said on the broadcast or if. I think people just sort of got their heads about them. Probably. Or if whatever, but this is now back down to Steelers. Um, Steelers minus one. And the total is is continuing to rise here, so forty three and a half now on the total. So again, don't we're, we don't have the the sound on, so don't know if anything was was said or relayed or whatever. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna just guess it's, you know, the the line move. I think you were right. The line move was the pendulum swung too much on simply the Browns are in it. The Browns have nothing to play. Oh, for. nothing but a narrative. Like right. it, it moves six and a half points on a narrative. Right. Yeah. Nothing's changed on the field. So. 
this makes sense to yeah. me that it would sort of that, that's that's why I was so confused when I saw this like start sprinting yesterday because I was like did, did, did the Browns like full out come out already and say they were going to be sitting guys like you know now that they're removed because you know a point here point and a half there maybe something like that on a on a narrative hunch that they you know aren't going to be as motivated or something or like that but like six and a half points that seemed uh they'll show up today that seemed wild I I, I think they I think they show up tonight um for sure. I don't think they want to just crown Ben Roethlisberger no. here on, you know, on his on his last They'd game. They'd love to spoil his last game at Heinz as a Pittsburgh Steeler. By the way, not saying he's retiring. He's just saying it's his last games with the Steelers. That's uh, big beneficially. So, uh, NFC playoff picture, just one more thing about this. So, the real game that matters, in other words, is the Rams and the Niners. The Niners for their playoff lives. If they stumble and Saints win, the Saints are in, the Niners are out. For the Rams, it's for the division. If they win, they win the NFC West. Uh, if they lose and the Cardinals win, they don't win the NFC West. San Francisco at the Rams is the biggest game. I think that this spread is too big. I like the Niners plus the points. It's the only pre-flop week 18 game I actually like, quite frankly. Uh, and I'm very surprised that this was not a game flexed to Saturday. In the end, we get the Chargers-Raiders huge game in the AFC as the night game on Sunday. And I thought that this Rams-Niners game would get flexed to Saturday. Instead, we get a kind of meh couple games on Saturday. We got the Chiefs and the Broncos. Chiefs still have a shot at the number one seed if they win and the Titans lose. The Cowboys and the Eagles is really for nothing except for where the Cowboys end up in the postseason. So I guess they would have an implication as to that home road, that kind of thing. But generally speaking... It's the Rams and the uh, 49ers as the most consequential game. Yeah, I, I like you said, I mean, the, they did this whole move the Chiefs game to Saturday because in theory they still have something to play for. So they want they want them to play and, and give it their full effort the day before. And then I guess in theory with the Cowboys deal is if they saw how things kind of started to play out a little bit more, then they could decide whether they were going to rest players or not and they don't want to give them that choice. But I think they're probably going to do it anyway. I mean, like, like yeah. I think both of these teams yeah. probably anyway. You know, I think so too. You know, when it comes down to it, it's, it's too. Yeah, I mean, this is just. I don't know. I think that this is un, unplayable because we just don't. As we sit here on Monday, anyway, right? I mean, I, I love the Niners plus the points. I really did. I really do. By the way, Trey Lance comported himself very well yesterday. I thought rough, rough start, and then yeah. he got it, and then he got it together. Yep. It was. I thought it was about to get. I thought it was about to get ugly because he was all kinds of out of sorts to begin, but then. They started calling some plays a little bit more conducive to him. They the design quarterback runs and different things like that. And I think kind of gets him, got him in the flow of the game. And I, and and then he started to look much much better. Which also begs the question: Who starts this game for them? Well, that's a very good question. But they need it. They got to win it. So Jimmy G, I think. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, AFC playoff picture. Again, no seeds determined yet. Titans win. They'll have the number one. If they lose and the Chiefs win, the Chiefs would have the number one. Bengals would have to win, and both of those Titans and Chiefs teams would have to lose for the number one. But that's remote. Uh, the Titans, Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills have all clinched their – excuse me. The Titans, Chiefs, and Bengals have clinched their respective divisions. Bills win. They would clinch the AFC East. If they lose and the Patriots win, then the Patriots would win the AFC East. Colts win, and they're in the playoffs as a wild card. If they lose, oh, my goodness, the things that that opens up. But keep in mind, they're more than a two-touchdown favorite at the Jaguars. Uh, the Chargers and the Raiders, ostensibly, if the Colts win, Chargers and Raiders will be for the final playoff spot. Win, and you're in. Chargers, Raiders for all the marbles. That's the deal. Chargers favored in that game, I believe they are, yes? Chargers uh, are yeah. three point, yes. two and a half to three point. Yeah. Everybody else, Steelers and Ravens, need a ton of help. By the way, the Dolphins eliminated. So that's the story there. Do you, let me just ask you this, broadly for both. Do you believe there will be a shocking outcome in any of the games? Like, do you think the Titans would lose to the Texans? Do you think the Colts would lose to the Jaguars? Do you think there's a, that there's a mammoth upset somewhere in there? No, I mean, the only thing would be, we have at least seen spunk out of the Texans, right? We've yes. at least seen. By that. the way, congratulations on your season win total. Oh, 
One of them. Right? One of them anyway. Yeah, one of them anyway. Yeah, yeah, five I mean, and yeah. a half. One of them anyway. Yeah. So I mean, and push protection on the boy. other. Push protection on the other. Davis Mills decided he's Tom uh, Brady all of a sudden. And like, yeah. I yes, mean, when you're ranking the rookie quarterbacks, where does Davis Mills land? I mean. Oh, great question. It, it would be a debate. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would. It would be a debate. It, would, it really would. And honestly, even in losses, over the last five games, Zach Wilson has shown he's like I mean dude's got an arm and dude like he's started to make a little bit better decisions and stuff and whatever like I, I don't I mean again he's just around a bunch of talent I mean he's, how about his the number Je- one receiver yesterday was Braxton Berrios how about the Jets going for uh for the for the first down when they were up four late instead of kicking the field goal well <laughs> and then Robert Sala was... throwing Mike LaFleur his offensive coordinator under the bus nice job I didn't get that. oh yeah oh, man well we should have never had that option for Wilson to run it like that. The only thing I would say about this graphic right here is the Raiders are plus 130 on the money line. So oh. I, I think that's, I was looking at that already, Matt. Like, I think if you're going to play, like, if you like Chargers or Raiders, oh. or, or let, let me. So you're saying this is a stupid number, then you should never yeah. play this. No, yeah. Raiders, yes. Chargers play it this way instead of, uh, 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 is there a way the Chargers can get in even if they lose this game? Uh, no. Yes. There is. I don't so that, that was the question I had. So if there is, uh, no, the, the win or tie, they would get win or tie. Yeah, okay. win or All tie. Right. Well, okay, still whatever. You could play this. This, yeah. this number minus one fifty is essentially what the money line is for the game. So I guess if you were still going to play money line in this game, you should still play this market instead of the money line on the Chargers. If it's the same thing. By the way, the Raiders would clinch with a win or an Indianapolis loss plus one loss by the Steelers. But can we just say for the Raiders, can we, because we have killed the Raiders, or at least I have. Yeah, Let me just speak for myself. We, we they really went through the John Gruden thing. thing. They went through the horrible Henry Ruggs thing. Yeah. They went through the Damon Arnett thing. How many games have they, has Darren Waller not Darren been Darren Waller's been right. gone for a month, and they they yeah. win and they're in. Two, two, it's amazing. Two, two things from that game. Mr. One, exactly what you just said about the Raiders, and two, we can put all this Colts talk to bed because like, it played out yesterday. Just like, <laughs> well, just what I said. He, like, Carson Wentz is. Ne- you cannot win with Carson Wentz. Do you give COVID any credit for that? You, Coming back from COVID and not practicing? You you cannot win with Carson Wentz. Can't win. The Raiders have been fortunate, though, let's be honest. They have uh, played a trio of quarterbacks, Nick Mullins, uh, followed by Drew Locke, followed by Carson Wentz post-COVID. So there is that. Coming back, Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.